Cheryl's Get Your Life Back with Cheryl. I'm so glad you are here tuning in. Um, I had to do this. I really would have liked to do it going back to my office and recording this because I just think this message is, is going to be heavy for somebody in a good way um, in the sense that you can be able to relate to what I'm talking about. And I want to title this, I Didn't Know I Was Me. I Didn't Know I Was Me. I thought about that title when I watched uh, Mary J. Blige, Blige's stories on Amazon Prime and I was watching Mary J. Blige this morning and just her sharing her story and everything that she's gone through. You know, we was raised in similar neighborhoods. I grew up in the projects, public housing. So, you know, and usually in those areas, there's a lot of crime. Um, things started getting worse when the crack came out. I just remember as a young girl, I didn't I'm really remembering too many bad things that happened because neighborhood was still pretty decent. There was a lot of mixed, diverse culture living there. But it's like when that crack came out and heroin and everything, things just got worse. People hurt each other, robbing and stealing. And because they got an addiction, that's a whole nother story within itself. But I just remember, you know, there's always fighting and, and all kinds of stuff going on. And sometimes you don't, you don't feel safe a lot of times. And she was sharing how a lot of times young girls don't feel safe in those communities. Anything can happen at any moment. You know, I remember getting on the elevator and always waiting to make sure no man, I was not on the elevator along with the man because our parents raised us. Unfortunately, we have to start thinking that way at an early age. You know, let me get on the elevator by myself or with somebody I know or with a lady because chances are I'll be more safer than getting on the elevator as a young girl with a man. You know what I'm saying? So, do you know, you do what you got to do to protect yourself. And that's grown up anywhere, but especially grown up in the hood. You know, sometimes I'm on the elevators, you got people on, they're high on the elevator, drunk. I remember people's husbands, drunk, going home, pushing the button. Hey, my fly, you know. <laughs> I mean, all of that going on. And you just praying like, oh my God, I hope he don't do nothing crazy. I hope he don't say anything to me. You know, till you get to your floor to go home. So I remember all that, all the drama, the trauma, uh, seeing domestic violence people fighting one day and then tomorrow they lovey-dovey you know my mother used to always say she don't get involved in a lot of those type of uh fights anymore you know you try to help people she said because the next day they're going to be lovey-dovey together and everything you've done was a waste of time because them same people tomorrow is going to like it's going to be like nothing happened and you face all that energy unfortunately so seeing all of that as a young person but it made me think she talked about you know going through a lot of the stuff that she's gone through, poor choices, bad relationships, and everything else because she didn't know who she was. She said, I didn't know I was me. I didn't know I would be just successful. I didn't know I would have all this. I, I didn't know I would make this much of an impact and have fans and all that stuff. And I always talk about, as those of you who follow me, when you don't know who you are, you go through unnecessary some people would say necessary. The reason why I say unnecessary, because it's not what God wants you to. He don't want all of none of us to go through these things. So I don't. I don't want to buy into. I had to go through this to come through this. It was part of your journey. Yes, it was like not had to go to it where it was like ordained for you to go through hell and high water. No, but we do go through stuff, and unfortunately for your story, yes, you had to go through that. And sense of that was your journey to get to where you are now. Hopefully you at a better place. Everybody's story don't end up with the fairy tale where 
I'm good now. I healed. I made it over. I made it through. Some people didn't make it over. Some people didn't make it through. Some people took themselves out of here. Other people took them out of here. Or they just had a bad end and never was able to get their life back together again. So that's not everybody's story. But if you hear, that hopefully is your story or that can be your story. Because you're listening to this, even just this little message. Because sometimes it's the small things that confound us that we don't think is, somebody else may not think, she ain't said that much. Oh yeah, maybe not to you, but to somebody else. Oh yes, because somebody need a, a, a source of inspiration, a source of light, encouragement, motivation, because they don't have it around them. This is one of the reasons why I made this channel, so I can reach people, so I can reach you. Because a lot of us don't have a supportive community around us. We don't have the support of friends and the family. Okay, sometimes they're functioning in their own dysfunction and they hurt and they trauma and their pain. So they can't help you because they're dealing with their own pain. And so you have to sit there and deal with it by yourself. So I'm here to tell you that you don't. You don't have to do that. If what I can do weekly when I come on here, giving you strategies and tools for empowerment, resources, information to help you get your life back to help you make it to the other side where you can be on the side of healed, then I have served my purpose. That's what I am called to do along with a lot of other things. But just when she said, I didn't know it's me, I said, I gotta talk about that. Because that's why a lot of times we end up, when I say going back to unnecessary situations, because we didn't know better. That's why we thank God for his grace and his mercy. We don't know better. We're trying to figure things out. Had a conversation with my daughter about it this morning after I watched it. And I said, you know what? When you get older and you do get to the place where you can heal, then you can have forgiveness and no resentment maybe against your parents for maybe choices they made. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you'll see your parents as not perfect people, but as individuals and human beings born in a fallen world, becoming broken and, and sometimes born in situations they didn't ask for. So they're trying to do the best they can with what they know, the knowledge they know, and what they have, and the tools that they have. And that even includes coping tools, coping mechanisms, learn how to hustle, how to thrive, how to make it, how to cope each day. So even the inner stuff, some people don't have it. They have to learn how to cope, how to press through, you know, how to survive. And a lot of times they stayed in survival mode because that's all they knew. They might not have had a vision to get out, to go here. Some of them don't, you, especially imagine being a single mom with one, two, three, four, five kids by yourself, raising by yourself. Wait, what? Who's going to take care of your five kids while you go to work? That's why we can't judge people, even people that's on, say, public assistance. Because if they could leave... That alone, if they had a vision, some information, that's why it's important for us to share. Because some folks, if they hear, if you can share something that can change their life to get them out of this situation, then it can have a domino effect where it can help them the rest of the way. Everything starts to open up for them. Sometimes it could just be going to school and they having somebody, have like that mom, having somebody to watch her kids so she can go back to school. And back then they had something called night school. So there was parents that sometimes when they could go to school, for those, again, who had the support, they can go to night school after work to get their GED or to learn a trade or to go to college. Everybody don't. It, take, it takes a village. It takes a village. 
having other people to help you. I had a village, okay, when I went back to school. I had people who would help me and my daughter. I had close friends who would maybe watch my daughter for a couple of hours while I worked. Okay, working part-time, going back to school, working at the salon, working at um, running, helping to run an after-school program, all these different things I, I was doing, going back to school, going to college, just trying, you know, after my divorce and being single and trying to put the pieces together. And a lot of times when you get married young, you're still learning, you're still developing, your brain is still developing. <laughs> it's not even mature until you like 24, 25 or older, depending on what kind of trauma you have experienced. Because when you have experienced a great deal of trauma, your brain can de develop more slowly in certain areas. Okay, your reasoning and all of that. And so there could be a delay in that area. So that's why sometimes people may still make the wrong choices, mistake, impulsive choices, unreasonable, irrational, because that's just their functioning out of, a lot of times, their emotions, out of their trauma, what they've gone through. This is all, this is all they know. Sometimes dysfunction is all people know. They don't know any, any better. And they don't know how to get to better. That's why we help each other. Each one teach one, for real. Those are not just words you throw in the air. Those words carry weight. It's because it's activity. It's the activity that comes along with it and it carries weight. And so having that support allowed me to do some things to get ahead every step of the way. Even people who rented to me their apartments for less money than they could have gotten. I remember two places in particular where they could have gotten a thousand and something dollars a month for rent. And I was only charged $500, $600 because it was a community. Even people in my church who had homes and they, had, they rented out apartments, God gave me favor through the community. So we need to be more of the community and we need to remember and we do need to reach back and we do need to pay it forward. But I understand because I had that, it helped me. So I don't look down on anybody. Some people don't have that support. And so it's hard. It's easy to be on the outside and go, you just need to do this and you need to go back. Okay, but well you're going to help her watch, you're going to watch the kids while she go through this. She didn't ask for her husband to leave her or he didn't ask for his wife to leave. It could be the other way around. He didn't ask for this to happen. It happened. You don't know the future. You can start out on a good foot, have everything taken from you, lose stuff. You can be in a fire. I know people who lost their homes in a fire and it took several years for them to get themselves back up on their feet. You know, you understand? So you got to be very careful. This is the one thing, one reason I thank God that I do have a high EQ, my empathy level, my in emotional intelligence, because it helps me to go beyond and, and to under, try to understand people and to put on other people's lens and see the world through their lens and, and, and step in other people's shoes, just to kind of imagine at least what it must be like. You, that means when you have a high level of empathy, your understanding of the person's plight, their history, where they came from, why they think the way they do. Look what they've gone through. How would they know any better? Come on. But everybody don't have that ability. And I realized as I got older, not everybody has that. Some people have to learn empathy. Sometimes it comes through struggles and trials and situations. We go through our own self and then now we become more relatable. And then now we can identify with somebody else. But sometimes some of us didn't start out that way. I know people who told me they, they looked at people a certain way. They didn't understand how like um, 
this woman can deal with this all this abuse if it was me and she don't know that she saw her mother go through the abuse so she thought it was this normal behavior this is the way your your husband treat you and you deal with it and you take it i've heard people in my own family say you supposed to turn the other cheek he could do what he want to do but long as you take care of them bills that's all that's all that matters honey keep your mouth shut that's what they were taught that was the mentality that's what they were taught especially at a time when women didn't have a lot of voice didn't have a lot of say didn't have a lot of resources didn't have a lot of resources live in rural communities where they don't have access to a lot of things don't you dare judge okay so they didn't know they didn't have access to stuff and if the, if their husband was the prime the breadwinner or the sole breadwinner and and back in the days folks had more than one child there was no birth control folks had eight nine ten eleven sixteen kids where in the world is mommy going? Who's going to watch 16 kids while she work? Tell me that. Okay? Every, again, everybody don't have their community. That's a, lot of, that's a lot of cheering, running around. So she had to be there, and sometimes she felt like she had to endure whatever abuse came with that and take whatever. Because her main concern, again, she was in survival mode. These kids need a roof over their head. They need food to eat. Now, unless you got a way to dig somebody else out, don't look down on them unless you can pick them up out of the pit. That's what I say, okay? But I love the fact that um, at some point in life, Mary, um, Jay, who's Andre Harrell, and, and um, Sean Puffy Combs, whatever we call P. Diddy, two different names, um, uh, found out about Mary from somebody in her family who let somebody hear her sing and came to meet her in the hood and automatically saw how she can represent a whole lot of people in, in the same struggle hearing the pain in her voice and a lot of us do birth a lot of stuff out of pain unfortunately but at the same time if you look at it a different way you can help heal somebody else be a blessing to somebody else because of your pain because of your experiences because of your trauma especially if you're doing the work now that's what's important that eventually you get to do your work inside and heal and grow from that so a lot of us benefit off of people's pain, to be honest. We benefit off of people's pain. But in a good sense where because of what they've gone through, they're reaching out to help somebody else. Whether it's come through, it comes through music or some form of art. So whatever it is, it could be anything. They have an outlet. They have a place to express themselves. You could be a comedian, whatever. There's a place to express yourself. So you, you have something that you can do they allow you to have a cathodical or th catharsis, a, a releasing of emotions and, and thoughts and feelings that you can kind of manage to some degree uh, long enough for you to do whatever it is that you do. But again to that, but just going back to, I didn't know I was me. I just thought that was so deep because I talk about that all the time. Sometimes I believe that we know who we are and we see our own value. Oh my God. And who God made us. Ooh, the strength that we have I'm always talking about looking into our strengths you know our talents our skills our ability if we even learn how to think that way learn how to do become self-introspective at a young age and to tap into what we do have and possess the majority of the time you're going to treat yourself better and you're not going to allow other people to treat you any bad way because you're going to realize you are special not in a pompous um, high sedity way but in a humble, but confident way. Oh no, I deserve better than this. Oh no, no, you can't treat me like this. You can't talk to me that way. Oh, I deserve better pay, uh-huh, okay? 
Forget your glass ceiling. How about I create my own way, my own stage? You start knowing that you can do more. And through God, you can do all things. Okay? Because he will empower you to do those things. And he will put you before the right people in the right rooms. I'm telling you, you start seeing the tools that you have. And you'll be able to use what's in your hands. What God has given you. When you know your value. When you know who you are. I didn't know it was me. If I knew it was me. Man, I... I said that myself. If I would have known this stuff or known these things about me, my value at a younger age, and I may have seen some, but I didn't know how to pull it out till I got older. Didn't know how to, number one, God was the first one to teach me that, pulling those things out, those things that he just endowed me with and things I've learned and have acquired and, and, and practiced, you know, throughout life. Oh my God, what a blessing. Oh my gosh, it's a lot I would have done back then. But I know now, and it's not too late. It is not too late, my beloved. I'm telling you. So with the information I have now, my life journey is to be a blessing to somebody and help somebody else. And this is one of the ways that I do it. Right here on YouTube or Preach the Word Network. You know, I go live on Preach the Word Network every Fridays at 8.30 thank God and um, just so many different outlets whatever outlet I can use to reach people that's what I'm going to do because I already know one of my purposes is to serve people and it's to inspire I am what you would call a spiritual midwife I am a purpose pusher that's me all day I have that type of apostolic anointing where I help push people to walk into their calling into their purpose and then they, they take it from there I plant somebody water and God will increase whatever is in that individual or those individuals so at the end of the day, he gets the glory. But I'm just a vessel. I'm just the instrument. Hey, hallelujah. That's it. Know who you are. Do your work. If you got to learn how to get by yourself, sometimes we're so used to being around people, that's why we can't even hear sometimes. You're around too many people. Or you're in the wrong company. You don't even know who you are. You don't know what you possess. Because you're, you're lost and masked in the midst of them. But when you can learn to get by yourself and embrace and, and see your value and listen to people, that's what that's that's one of the strategies I get people who sign up in my purpose, passion, find a workshop. I have a purpose, passion, find a workshop. Yes, I do. And it's a blessing because I give you strategies to help you define, no, to help you identify, number one, first, what it is, what your strengths are, what your purpose is, in that you would discover something about your purpose you'll get more clarity on what it is you're supposed to be doing in this world and you can serve many purposes you can have many passions and and so one of the strategies I give is listen to what people are saying the positive things people see in you and look for the pattern look for the consistency what do they say about you what permeates out of your spirit what do people notice about you everywhere you go you can hear them saying something about you it's common. You hear it all of the time. Because like I always say, we all have a theme that follow us. It's like watching a certain movie and there's a certain song that come on and remind you of that person. Or you get reminded of that movie. We have a theme that follow us whether we know it or not. It can be negative or positive because some people can be the person who's already stirred drama wherever they go because they got so much trauma stuff going on. They don't even realize they infecting other people in such a negative way. That becomes their theme. Now that theme could be dismantled when they get on the side of healed, 
But find out what your theme is. Find out what your purpose is. Find out who you are so you can know who you are and walk in it. Walk in it. You'll start making better choices. You'll start, so you'll, you'll start living intentionally, purposefully. You would do things with intention because you have a goal. That's what it is. You become goal-oriented, vision-focused on your vision, on your purpose. So every relationship you will start to engage in, you know you're doing it because it serves a purpose or you're doing it with a particular purpose. You got a goal in mind. You will understand what is the purpose of this relationship? What is the purpose of this opportunity? Where is it going to lead me? You also become destiny focused because you believe, you start to see that there is a destiny. I'm destined to be, it could be more than one thing. Destined to be great in some area, to do something. And so when you know who you are, my God, if I, if I knew I was me back then, if I knew I had this impact on people, this influence, some of you, and I'm talking to you while I'm saying I, put your name in, in the I. If I knew I had this much positive influence, if I knew that I had the ability to speak forth in people's lives and, and birth things out of their spirit so they can walk and live in the, in the calling and in their purpose. Oh my God. If I knew that I was a powerhouse, giving God the glory, but it is what it is. Acknowledge what God has given you. That's confidence because you always giving him glory. It's confidence because you can use your power for good. Knowing that I can get people out of a situation. I don't care if you, you're a math teacher, but you're great at teaching math. You got a way of teaching. You got a way of breaking down formulations and calculations that a child can understand. Everybody don't have that. That's an anointing that you have to teach. And I'm just using math as an example. You may be good at teaching something else, but something about the way you teach, something about the way you you use parables and stories and, and case scenarios and, and case studies and visual prop, whatever it is to help people, because you have an anointing, first of all, the passion is there to help somebody understand. When you want, when you are a good teacher, you want your students to understand and get it. And so you have a way of teaching where they get it. And I remember having that when I went back to school in my 30s to get my GED. I had two math teachers. Bless my life, Mr. Cruz and Mr. Turner. And by the time they made me feel so good, because can you imagine 30 something years old going back to school to do math? I remember the basic arithmetic and all that, but when it came to like algebra and stuff, I was lost. I dropped out of school. I'm like, I never got to really get it down real good. But they were such good teachers that when they taught it, of course, I'm at a different place. I'm ready to learn. I'm not distracted. I'm focused. However, still, they had an anointing to teach. That's why they were so good and they was in demand, even as far as doing tutoring on the side because they were so great at breaking the stuff down the formulas and, and helping you see it. And then I got the aha, I was like, oh my God, I get it. And once you got the formula, plug in the same formula, this how you get to this answer. Oh my gosh. Then again, now you start to feel confident because you know how to do it. That's because I had good teachers. So some of you are anointed in the area of teaching. So that's just one example. 
You just do it differently. And everybody wished they had you for their teacher. And even though my teachers were my age, just about peers, I was like, where were you at when I was in school? <laughs> that was my joke. <laughs> you was in school like me. <laughs> but I'm just saying, oh my God, if you know, if you know, if you know, if you know who you are, my God. I want you to think about that thing. If I knew I was me. Mm, but think about it now. Okay, say you know who you are now. What you gonna do with it? What you gonna do with your tools? What you gonna do with your tools? Whether you believe it or not, we all here to serve. God made us here to serve, to love one another, to serve one another. He want everybody to have all things in common. He want us all to prosper. He want us all to do well in every area of our life. So what are you gonna do with your tools? I, I could name this that. <laughs> but again, I didn't know I was me. That's so deep. That's 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 a book. That's a oh my god. There's so many ideas. I'm thinking about. That's a book. Uh, that was this podcast. Cause I said that's a podcast. That's a story. That's a movie. That's a whole lot of things. That's a web series. I'm the. I'm giving so many ideas out there. I'm saying that's what I do. That's what I do. I'm saying, stirring up your gift, stirring up your talent, stirring up your skills, whatever you have. I'm, I, that's what I do. I started, I'm getting you to think and imagine again, to dream again, to believe, to hope, to play. Because we forgot how to do that. We forgot how to play. We forgot how to be imaginative. We forgot how to dream. Oh my God. I was just thinking, even watching that movie, Mary J. Blige's movie, thinking about when we was young because it showed clips, you know, of, of her growing up being young but, and having dreams and wanting to do stuff and sometimes not believing you can actually live this dream but i just made me think about how we was young we didn't have the new um distractions we have today like social media the internet so we read more books we played more imaginative games imaginary games imaginary characters we was cre more creative on that side now you have people creative in the digital world and tech but i'm talking about just in your mind you know just playing things and, and creating and oh my god it was just that's all we a lot of us had which is great I don't care this not even a, have, to, have nothing to do with you being poor and not having you could be the rich kid that grew up but I'm saying you didn't have all these stuff that we these things we have now to distract us you had more time to create things and be creative and build and, and all of that stuff and, and I'm like wow what a difference what a difference today you know, children play with toys at a, um, for a longer time. It wasn't considered a child thing if he was 12 or 13 playing with dolls. That was common. My brothers had that. They had the little men's they fighting. <laughs> the little army men's or uh, whatever popular cartoon was out and they made a doll. They had them. They was playing with them. So just go back into that. And rem remember, remember. <laughs> I thought about Simba. I thought about um, the Lion King. But anyway, yes. Sometimes we gotta be. We gotta go back. We gotta go back, back into time, and think about all of that. Oh, what did? It, what was it you wanted to do? You dream. You imagine. Oh, you what you wanted to be, and how creative you were. It's still in there. It's still in there, beloved. It's still there. Tap into it. And you need to be around people who help, again, to stir you up and pull those things out of you. As a matter of fact, if you're in the right kind of group, you can pull stuff out of each other. You stir each other's whatever it is that you you possess. Everybody just feeding off of everybody. That's what it is. So it's reciprocated. You pouring out, people pouring into you. That's what it should be. That's what your circle needs to be. 
So going forward, you need to be intentional about your company, who you surround yourself with, where you work, where you serve, what ministry, whatever you're a part of, what group, what club, you need to be intentional about it. How is it going to help build you up? And how can you build others up with your tools, with what who you are? And some of you, I pray that you find out who you are even now. And if you're a young person watching this, I want you to start thinking about everything I just said so you can know who you are at a younger age. You'll make better choices. I'm telling you, you'll make better decisions because you understand the weight that you carry. You understand the treasures that you behold. Oh my God. And you live life on a different level. You won't fall for, you won't settle and fall for anything or anybody because you understand that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, that God intricately made you. Oh my God, you're precious, you're wonderful, you're valuable. Mm. Okay, <laughs> you need to know that. I'm so glad you tune in to this broadcast today. I just had to go ahead and talk about that. I'm like, I, I can always think of a hundred things that be a talking point, but somebody needed to hear that. Somebody needs to know the weight that they carry. Somebody needs to know that they are anointed, that they are gifted, okay? That they got it going on, that they are powerful, that they are a powerhouse, male or female, that God has called you, God has ordained and anointed you to do something great and special. Get on a journey of finding out what that is to identify that. Let me tell you. Once you get started and you believe God, don't think about, oh, how long this is going to take. And, no, just step out on faith and watch God put you again. He'll, he'll bless you. He'll give you favor with people on your journey. Like I mentioned, somebody uh, allowed me to stay in their house for less money, they, they for half of what they can get for rent. That was part of my journey to get me to the next level. I needed a break here so I can get here. Come on, somebody. That's how it works. I needed a break here to at least get me here. And then God will open up a blessing and, and favor in this space. And so I can get to this point and this point. Who, who told me I can go back to school and get my GED? Who told me I can go to school and get my bachelor's and two master's degree? Who told me that, that now I'm enrolled in, in my uh, doctorate program? Who told me I can go ahead and get a doctorate degree so I can be Dr. Howard? Who told me that? God did. Number one, that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Two, I got a community of support, people who believe in me, friends, family, associates, peers. Because those people see you. They see you. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. They see you, they see into you, and they speak into you. I don't want to be around people who can't speak life into me as I speak, because I do it all the time. I need to be poured into too. I have moments I'm feeling discouraged or like, oh my God, intimidated. Oh my God, I can't. I don't know how I'm going to do this. Oh, maybe I shouldn't do it. Maybe... With different stuff, starting my business, going back to school, taking on a certain position role, a leadership role. Oh my God, who do, I, who, who do you think you are? <laughs> A child of God. We say in church, a king's kid. God's daughter. Like my mentoring program I have for teen girls. God daughters. Workshop. But, oh, because I mentioned my Purpose Passion Finder workshop, if you want to enroll in there, you'll be a forever member. It's, you are enrolled forever. <laughs> as long as you're in the earth right now. Um, you can sign up for the Purpose Passion 
find a workshop and get your life back academy that is my online academy i have several workshops in there i also have some wonderful ebooks that help enhance your quality of life they are good for you to keep reads they're digital you can download them you can read them on any technical device you have or you can have a screen and you can actually read and i'm gonna start making some audio books i do have one audio book on and get your life back um, academy you have to go on there get your life back academy dot teachable dot com get your life back academy dot teachable dot com that is the platform that I have my academy on you can download digital book ebooks I have oh my god I got so many things in there about um, encouragement and motivation and empowerment strategies and things to help you heal and overcome things in your life and how to live life on a different level where you have more of a sense of joy and fulfillment I mean I can't even think of all the things that are on it right now and I'm still building programs in that academy but the purpose passion finder workshop is my signature workshop because it's going to help you find out more about who you are you're going to be able to focus on those areas and you'll be able to package it and I'm I'm building a second part of it where I'm gonna help teach you how to brand what it is you have so you can package that thing and actually get paid to do what you love to do so branding yourself packaging your strength your get your gifts your skills your experience your even your story whether you want to I even got a workshop in there to teach you how to write a book in 30 days I give you step by step of what you need to do to become an independent author okay and I became a best-selling author so I've did it I've done the work myself okay this is not oh I should teach this too because other people do it no I've written a book and I'm writing more books but I have a book right now on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles and it became a bestseller I'm just saying I'm helping you do that there's some of you who dream of writing your first book I know that feeling I know what it feels like to finally get the book in your hands and see it materialize like oh my god I did this and then again, and after that, you get so much confidence, you feel so great, you're ready to write more books. You're like, okay, now I'm ready to speak on stages. I'm ready to share my story. Some of you got a story to tell, and it's time for you to tell it. It's time for you to get out. Join that Purpose Passion Finder workshop. Get in there. Pre-recorded videos of me giving you strategies of how to tap into and, and, and zero in on what you have that you can actually package as, a, as part of your purpose. Some of you ready to shift, you ready to transition, you want to make a major impact, you want, or you just want to do other things. And you want to find out what else it is about you. And I teach you about how to find out what that theme is that follows you in life. Yes, what you carry. Oh my God. Anyway, I hope I see you in there as well. Again, that's at getyourlifeback.teachable.com. When you go in there, look for the Purpose Passion Finder workshop. Join. It comes with workbooks. A, pl a calendar planner oh my god I got testimonies I got videos from when I did a online um, conference several years ago uh, one called from the page to the stage and I had the other one called from from trauma to triumph people are sharing their stories of how they was able to hold on to a dream and come out of a situation or overcome stuff to actually live in their purpose those stories alone will bless you if I have nothing else up there listening to those people tell their story the speakers that I had they blessed me. I was like, oh my God. And that's what I wanted to be about. Something very empowering. Anyway, I've talked long enough. I thought it was going to be up for like 20 minutes. It is almost 40 minutes. Thank you so much for tuning in. Share this with somebody you know who needs to hear this. If I knew it was me. If I knew I was me. Wow. That was a blessing, Mary J. Blige. That was a blessing. <laughs>
<laughs> okay guys talk to you soon later don't be that friend his garden naturals Nice and smooth and it's light, right? So it gives a lot of moisture. Some nice shine and it's not heavy. It's not thin. Yeah, it's not heavy at all. Oh, wow. Good. I need this. <laughs> this child is not taking my thing. I can't have anything. I can't have nothing. Every time. Not, keep that because I have this Shop by His Garden Naturals. A healthy choice for your hair and body.